0: Always our joy to come into your homes. We love you. We know God has great things in store. And if you're ever in our area, I hope you'll stop by and be a part of one of our services. I promise you we'll make you feel right at home. But thanks for tuning in and thank you again for coming out today. And I like to start with something funny each week. And I heard about this pastor and song leader that weren't getting along and begin to spill over into the services. And one Sunday the pastor spoke on being willing to change. Afterwards, the song leader got up and led the song, I Shall Not Be Moved. The next week, he spoke on being a giver, and the song leader got up and led, Jesus Paid It All. The next week, the pastor talked about how we have to watch our tongues and not gossip, and the song leader got up and led, I love to tell the story. The pastor got so frustrated, he finally resigned. He said, Jesus brought me here, and Jesus has taken me away. The song leader then led, What a friend we have in Jesus. (laughs) All right. Hold up your Bibles. Say it like you mean it. This is my Bible. I am what it says I am. I have what it says I have. I can do what it says I can do. Today, I will be taught the Word of God. I boldly confess my mind is alert. My heart is receptive. I will never be the same. In Jesus' name, God bless you. I want to talk to you today about blooming where you're planted. Too many people are living negative and discouraged because they don't like where they are. They don't like their job. The people are hard to get along with. They don't like where they live. That's not where they want to be. When they get stuck in traffic, they get all upset. If they have to work late, that just sours their day. There's always something they're fighting against, trying to get somewhere else. But I've learned God is more interested in changing me than he is in changing my circumstances. As long as I'm sour because I'm not getting my way, discouraged because I'm single and I want to be married, and upset because the business isn't growing, that's going to keep me right where I am. If you want to see change, if you want to see God open up new doors, the key is you have to bloom right where you're planted. You cannot wait Till everything gets better before you decide to have a good attitude You have to be the best that you can be right where you are Put a smile on your face Be good to people even if they're not being good to you Be grateful for where you live even if it's not where you want to be When you bloom where you're planted you're sowing a seed for god to do something new The scripture says here in psalm 37 the steps of a good person are ordered by the lord That means as long as we're in faith, where we are is where we're supposed to be. Well, you say, Joel, that couldn't be right. I'm uncomfortable. I'm not in a good place. Somebody's not treating me right. No, it may be difficult, but God will not allow a challenge to come into our life unless he has a divine purpose for it. Now, I've found nothing in life happens to us. It happens for us. If we'll keep the right attitude, God will always use it for our good. That person that's hard to get along with, he's not happening to you, he's happening for you. God's using him to grow you up. You're developing character. You're learning to be good to people that are not being good to you. And God uses difficult people like sandpaper to rub the rough edges off of us. The next time you see him, instead of getting upset and all stressed out, Just smile real big and say, thank you so much for everything you have done for me. (laughs) Then you may have to help pick him up off the ground. (laughs) But some of the things that are uncomfortable in your life right now, and you're trying to get rid of, if God removed them, you would not be prepared for what he has in store. When things come our way that we don't like, instead of being negative and complaining, our attitude should be, God, I may not like this, but I know I'm here in your divine plan and you would not have allowed it unless you were gonna get good out of it. It may not feel good, but I know it's helping me to grow and become all that you've created me to be. But so often we're fighting against everything that doesn't go our way. and We're always trying to get somewhere else to be happy. If I could just get out of this small house, if I could just get a better job or at least change departments, if I could just find some new friends, No, that's going to keep us where we are. A better approach is this is where God has me right now. And until he moves me, I'm going to be happy. In other words, if I get stuck in traffic, this is not where I want to be, but this is where God has me. So I'm going to relax and stay in peace. If I have to work late, I'm not going to get discouraged. This is where God has me. So I'm going to be happy and enjoy it. If somebody is not treating me right, I'm not going to let that sour my day and steal my joy. This is where God has me for this season. So I'm going to rise above it and be happy anyway. That's what it means to bloom where you're planted. Wherever you are, you know God has you there for a reason. So you don't go up and down depending on your circumstances or depending on how somebody is treating you. You're stable. You're consistent. You've always got a smile. You're always in a good mood. You're always friendly. That's the sign of a mature person. And what I love about this is it takes away our excuses and puts the responsibility to be happy and enjoy our life right back on us. Now I know too many people that don't like their job. They dread going to work. They dread driving in the traffic. They dread dealing with the people. They live by that motto take this job and shove it. But really What a shame to be somewhere 40 hours a week and not enjoy it. Friends, life is too short to live that way. You may not have the perfect job, the perfect boss, the perfect conditions, but make up your mind, you're gonna bloom right where you are. And you say, Joel, you don't know these people I work with. You don't know how miserable it is. No, the scripture says, God has given us the power to enjoy our work. Quit telling yourself, I can't be happy here. I don't like my job. I don't like the people. I can't wait till God opens up something new. No, you're making yourself miserable. Start telling yourself, I have the power to enjoy this job. I'm going to have a great day. I'm going to enjoy the people. I'm going to be productive. I'm going to bloom right here where God has me planted. Instead of having that motto, take this job and shove it, our motto should be, I'm going to take this job and love it. Nothing is going to keep me from enjoying my life i found sometimes the reason we're not happy on the job is we're not getting our way. We're being asked to do things that we don't want to do. Maybe we feel like we're more qualified or that's not exciting enough. But this is important. The person that's paying us, they may like things done a certain way. We may not agree. We may think we can do it better another way. But since they are signing the check, they have the right to have it done the way they want. We've got to be big enough to submit to the authority and do what we're asked with a good attitude, without always questioning it, without walking away mumbling under our breath. They just don't know what they're talking about. When I worked for my father here at the ministry for 17 years, I was in charge of the television production. We'd do these big television specials and big concerts and all kinds of exciting things. But toward the end of my father's life, He didn't want to do that anymore. One time I got all these radio stations lined up to carry my father's broadcast. And I had worked real hard. It was a big deal. And I asked my dad to come down for an hour a week and we could make the openings and the closings. But he said, Joel, I don't want to do that. I'm 75 years old. I just want to relax and pastor the church. I was so disappointed. I thought, God, I'm young. I don't want to do less. I've got big dreams. I want to do more. And I thought, maybe it's time for me to leave. Maybe it's time for me to pursue some other opportunities. But down in here, when I searched my own heart, I knew I was supposed to stay right here with my father. And I remember right where I was when I made the decision that this is my father's vision. He's been here for 40 years. He founded the place. He has a right to do what he wants. And so I'm not going to get sour and lose my joy and pack up and leave just because I'm not getting my way. I just kept being my best day in and day out. Two years later, my father went to be with the Lord. I realize now God put those dreams in my heart for my own ministry. It just wasn't the right time. But had I not been faithful where I was, had I not honored and submitted to that authority and did the right thing, even though I didn't feel like it, I don't believe I would be standing here today. When you pass that test of blooming where you're planted and keeping a good attitude, even when you don't feel like it and not getting upset when you don't get your way and honoring the authority, even when you don't agree, then you are sowing a seed for God to take you where he wants to go. Well, you say, Joel, my boss is hard to get along with. These co-workers get on my nerves. They're negative. They complain. I've been praying for three years for God to give me another job. I don't know what's taking so long. Now, have you ever thought about the fact that God may have you there on purpose so you can be a good example to them? God may want you to let your light shine, to brighten their days, to make a difference where you are. Why don't you have a different perspective? Or maybe if you would pass that test and bloom where you're planted, then God would open up some new doors. But as long as we're negative and complaining, nothing's going to change. We're not in position for God to promote us if we're not being the best that we can be right where we are. When we're in an uncomfortable situation where it's difficult or not fair, we have to realize God is either doing a work in us or He's using us to do a work in someone else. But there is a purpose for it. And there's nothing wrong with asking God to change a situation but until it happens, you have to have the trust that where you are is where you're supposed to be. And I know some of you work around people or even live with people that are hard to get along with. They get on your nerves. They do things to aggravate you. But you've got to make up your mind you are not going to live your life miserable. You are not going to dread going to work because there's somebody there that you don't like. You're not going to dread being at home because somebody irritates you. Friends, you are an eagle, you can rise above that. A crow will always get in there and fight and try to prove that he's right. A chicken is always flapping and working, but he never even gets off the ground, never makes any progress. A turkey makes a lot of noise, but he always ends up on the dinner table. (laughs) You are not a crow, you're not a chicken, you're not a turkey, you are an eagle. And when an eagle faces adversity... When an eagle has something pestering him, he simply spreads out his wings and catches the thermal winds that enable him to rise higher and higher and fly where no other birds can come. What am I saying? Quit allowing things to pester you and start rising higher. Don't sink down to somebody's level and argue with them. Try to prove that you're right. Listen, you don't have to prove who you are. You know who you are. A child of the Most High God. Some of you are allowing somebody to steal your joy. You've already decided that you can't be happy until they're gone or you can't be happy until they change. But I believe God is saying it's time for you to change. It's time to draw that line in the sand and say I'm not going to live my life negative, discouraged, waiting for something to change before I decide to be happy. No, I realize now where I am is where I'm supposed to be, so I'm going to be happy in spite of how somebody is or is not treating me. I found that sometimes God will have us go through a difficult season in order to help somebody else. We have to sow a seed and be uncomfortable, treated unfairly. We have to be extremely patient and kind and overlook things just so another person can become what God has created them to be. Well, you say, Joel, I don't want to do that. I don't want to be uncomfortable. I don't want to have to be an eagle all the time. I like having my way. I like everybody being nice to me. I like proving my point. Oh, can I say this respectfully? It's not all about us. It's about advancing the kingdom. It's about helping others to rise higher. God uses people And sometimes we just have to suffer in silence. In other words, you have to do the right thing and not complain, even though you know it's not fair. You have to swallow your pride and overlook an insult. You have to bite your tongue when you feel like telling somebody off. You have to keep a smile and stay encouraged when you really feel like being down and defeated. We have to be willing to be uncomfortable through a season so somebody else in our life can change. I have a friend that this lady had a lot of unfair things happen to her when she was growing up. and Her first marriage didn't last. And She got married a second time and she made her husband's life miserable. She wasn't trying to, but she'd just been through so much. So hurt and so messed up. She couldn't trust anybody. She was very negative, critical, hard to get along with. And this husband told how a thousand times he wanted to leave her. He had every right to walk away. Nobody would have blamed him. But down deep, he knew he was supposed to stay. It was the most difficult thing he had ever done. Month after month, even year after year, he was uncomfortable. It wasn't fair, but he just kept blooming where he was planted. He just kept being his best, kind, forgiving, patient, overlooking things. It seemed like it was all giving and no receiving. All sowing and no reaping. But today, it's a different story. He paid the price. He stuck with her. And now, 35 years later, he's reaping great rewards. That lady, his wife, is Joyce Meyer. She's not only healthy and whole, but they have a ministry touching people around the world. Both she and her husband Dave are incredible people. Good friends of ours. But Joyce said later, what if Dave would have been like my first husband and taken the easy way out? What if he had not stuck with me and paid the price? See, sometimes God will ask us to put up with things to help another person. Where are the people that are unselfish enough to say, God, I trust you. It's uncomfortable, it's not fair. I'm not gonna do it because I want to. I'm not gonna do it because I feel like it, but God, I'm gonna do it unto you. Let me tell you, God rewards people like that. The Apostle Paul put it this way. I have learned how to be content whether I'm being treated right or being treated wrong. Whether I have a lot or whether I have a little. Whether I'm getting my way or not getting my way. He was basically saying, I just bloom wherever I'm planted. I'm just going to be happy and have a good attitude knowing that God has directed my steps. He's in complete control and it's all a part of his divine plan for my life. I was out walking through the woods a while back, and I came to this one big open area that was full of these large, tall weeds. I mean, acres and acres, everywhere I could see there were these dead, dried-up, brown, ugly-looking weeds. As I continued walking through the open field about a hundred yards in, I saw this beautiful flower. It was so bright so colorful, so refreshing. It had bloomed right there in the middle of acres and acres of old, ugly, dried-up weeds. And I thought, really, that's what God wants us to do. Just bloom wherever you're planted. You may work around a bunch of weeds, but that doesn't have to stop you from blooming. You may be married to an old weed, but the good news is you can still bloom. Victoria, put your hand down. (laughs) But our environment does not have to keep us from being happy. Here's the key. Don't stay focused on the weeds. Some of you are spending all your time, so to speak, trying to pull up the weeds. In other words, trying to fix everything in your life, trying to make people do what's right, trying to straighten out all your co-workers. No, listen, you can't change people. Only God can. If somebody wants to be a weed, no matter what you do, they're going to be a weed. If you're spending all your time and energy trying to change them, it's going to keep you from blooming. One of the best things you can do is right in the middle of those weeds just bloom bigger than ever. Right in the middle of those coworkers that are negative and critical just put a smile on your face. Be kind. Be friendly. Have a good report. When they complain don't preach a sermon to them. Don't try to stop them. Your job is not to pull up the weeds. Your job is to bloom. Just have a good report. The more they complain, the more grateful you should be. The more they talk defeat, the more you should talk victory. If they come in one morning, sour and rude to you, don't get all offended and think, well, I'm never going to speak to them again. No, that's the time more than ever to bloom. Put a smile on your face anyway. Have a good attitude in spite of that. Understand, we are responsible to people. We are not responsible for people. In other words, we're responsible to help people, to encourage them, to further them along, but we are not responsible for their choices. You cannot make someone have a good attitude. If they wanna live in the pits, unhappy, discouraged, in self-pity, that's their choice. And if you're not careful, you'll allow them to drag you into the pit with them. You'll wanna help them so much that you'll spend all your time trying to encourage them trying to make them do what's right, trying to keep them cheered up, they'll end up draining all the life and energy out of you. You cannot bloom if you're weighted down with the burden of trying to keep everybody in your life happy. That is not your responsibility. I learned a long time ago, everybody doesn't want to be happy. Some people like living in the pits. They like the attention that it brings them. You got to make the decision If you don't want to be happy, that's fine, but you're not going to keep me from being happy. If you want to live in the pits, that's your choice, but I'm not going to get in the pits with you. If you want to be a weed, you can be a weed, but I'm going to be a flower. I'm going to bloom. I'm going to have a good attitude. I'm going to smile. I'm going to be happy in spite of my circumstances. When you bloom in the midst of all those weeds, that is a seed that you're sowing. That's not only going to inspire and challenge the people around you to come up higher, but that's a seed for God to take you higher. I know some of you right now, you're in a negative environment. The people in your life aren't really going places. There's no goals, no dreams, no vision, no enthusiasm. You don't really see how you could ever rise out of that. It'd be easy to just accept it and settle where you are and think that that's your destiny. Let me challenge you. That is not your destiny. You were made for more. God has incredible things in your future. You have got to do your part and bloom where you're planted. What does that mean? Develop your gifts and talents. Whatever you do, whatever your occupation is, get better at it. Improve your skills. Read books. Take training courses. Go back to school if you need to. But don't you dare just sit back and think, I'll never rise any higher. I'll never get out of this neighborhood. I guess this is just my lot in life. No, your lot in life is to excel. It's to go further. It's to make a difference in this world. You need to draw that line in the sand and say, I'm not going to settle where I am. I know I was made for more. I'm a child of the Most High God. I have seeds of greatness on the inside of me. So I'm going to rise up and be the best that I can be right where I am, knowing that God is going to get me to where I'm supposed to be. This is what Joseph did. It looked like his destiny was to be a slave all of his life. He was mistreated, lied about, even spent years in prison for something that he didn't do. But I love the fact that Joseph didn't get negative. He didn't complain. He didn't give up. He just kept blooming where he was planted, kept being his best right where he was. Let me tell you, you can't keep a good person down. God got him to where he was supposed to be. You may be surrounded by a bunch of weeds today. People that are not going anyplace or people that are even telling you that you're not going to make anything out of your life. No, plug your ears full of cotton and just bloom right where you are. You can prove them wrong. You can be the one to set a new standard for your family. You can be the one to raise the bar. Let me tell you, when God sees you doing what you can do, God will show up and do what you can't do. He'll give you breaks that you didn't deserve. He'll cause people to be good to you for no reason. He'll open up doors that no man can shut. That's his favor shining down on your life. I read a story about a boy that was born in extreme poverty in Puerto Rico. His name is Juan Rodriguez. Growing up, he and his family hardly had anything to eat. The place they were living was nothing more than a shack. At seven years old, he was working in the sugarcane fields plowing behind the oxen. Didn't look like he had much of a future. Didn't look like he would ever get out of that environment. But right close to his house, there was an old, run-down, beat-up golf course. And Juan was so intrigued by golf that he made his own golf club out of a stick. He would use bottle caps as the ball. And all through the day, he'd go around playing golf on his imaginary golf course. A few years later, when one of the golfers saw how interested he was in golf, They got him a job up at the course, making 35 cents a day. Whenever Juan wasn't working, he was up there playing golf, getting better and better, being the best that he could be right where he was. At 21 years of age, after spending two years in the U.S. Army, he was hired as a full-time caddy at a golf course in Puerto Rico. One day, a professional golfer came through and saw how talented Juan was. and This golfer took Juan under his wings and started working with him teaching him training him today many years later juan rodriguez is better known as chichi rodriguez he went on to win eight tournaments on the pga tour was named the senior player of the year he started the chichi rodriguez youth foundation to help other children rise out of defeat and poverty like he did what am i saying bloom where you're planted don't make excuses Don't go through life thinking, I've got a disadvantage. I've got too many obstacles. I'm the wrong nationality. I come from the wrong family. I don't have the connections. I could never get out of this environment. No, you may not see how you can get out, but the good news is God does. He already has a way and your destiny is not determined by how you were raised or by your circumstances or by how many odds are against you. Your destiny is determined by the creator of the universe. And if you will take what God has given you and make the most of it, just like with Chi-Chi, God will open up the right doors, he'll give you the right breaks, and he'll bring the right people across your path. I'm asking us today to get rid of the excuses. Quit waiting for things to change and then you're gonna be happy. No, sow a seed and be happy right now. When you're in difficult times, remember, God's either doing a work in you or he's using you to do a work in someone else. But as long as you're in faith, where you are is where you're supposed to be. Quit fighting against everything, trying to get somewhere else and just start being the best that you can be right where you are. If you'll make this decision to bloom where you're planted, then you are passing the test. God promises he will pour out his blessings in favor You will not only live your life happy, but God will take you places that you've never even dreamed of. And I believe and declare you will become everything God's created you to be and you will have everything God intended for you to have. Amen. Do you receive it today? We never like to close our broadcast without giving you an opportunity to make Jesus the Lord of your life. Would you pray with me? Just say, Lord Jesus, I repent of my sins. Come into my heart. I make you my Lord and Savior. Friends, if you prayed that simple prayer, we believe you got born again. Get in a good Bible-based church. Keep God first place. He'll do amazing things in your life. Thank you for listening to the Joel Osteen Podcast. Help us continue to share the message of hope with those all over the world. Visit joelosteen.com slash give hope to give a gift today. Thanks so much for listening to today's message.